Greetings and welcome to Faith in the Word with Pastor Cecil Holloway. It is with great pleasure to announce Pastor Holloway is now a published author. His very first book entitled The Servant Leadership, A Solution in Conflict Management. Whether parenting, education, career-related, or faith-based environment, this book will help sharpen leadership skills and essential for coaching and developing. Grab your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, and Walmart.com. Reverse the curse. Reverse the curse. Galatians chapter 3. Let's put our eyes on verse 13, guys. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. So uh, a curse, or curses are not blessings. Nothing blessed as a curse in your life. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. So that the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And what is the promise of the Spirit? It's the blessing. The blessing of Abraham, the gospel of the good news, the blessings of Abraham. So now the scripture says we have been redeemed from the curse of the law. We have to get an understanding. Redeemed uh, by being redeemed from the curse of the law, we have been we have been redeemed from something which is the curse. We have not been redeemed from the law but we have been redeemed from the curse of the law. Or not keeping the law will produce certain curses. So we have been redeemed from those curses because Christ himself kept the law. All right? So if we are born in Christ, we're born again in him, and we uh, receive this promise, then you and I have been redeemed from not keeping the law, the curses that it would produce. We have been redeemed from that. All right? But our goal is to uh, keep the law. All right? How many of y'all know we can keep the law? We're going to see tonight speaking how how do we keep the law. So we've been redeemed from something, which is the curse of the law, and then we have been redeemed to something, which is the blessing of Abraham. So we have been redeemed from the curse, and we have been redeemed to the blessing. Now the word redeemed means to buy back, to purchase. That word redeemed has a different meaning of buying back a slave uh, for their freedom. Okay? One time you and I were, we were slaves to the bondage of Satan. Okay? So Christ's blood redeemed us, bought us back or purchased us through his blood so we are no longer under the the slavery or the bondage of Satan, we are now, the scripture says in Colossians, we have been translated out of the out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Alright? And that occurred when Christ shed his blood. So we was purchased through the blood of Jesus that we are no longer in the kingdom of darkness, but we are in the kingdom of his dear son. So now we can, by faith, receive the blessings of Abraham. Uh, Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. God cut a covenant with them. All right? 
and that covenant he cut with uh, Abraham was the blessing, was material, material blessing or natural blessing. It wasn't spiritual blessings. Okay? Because Abraham could not uh, believe in his heart and confess in his mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and receive salvation. Because Christ was not on the scene yet. But God, Father God, cut covenant with these individuals. And the covenant that he cut with Abraham, that I will bless you so that you may be a blessing. Okay, it was all material blessings. So through faith in Christ Jesus, now we are born again, we can receive the blessings of Abraham on our lives. Okay? We receive spiritual blessings by being born again through Christ. Okay, that's the first step. We have to be born again to, to receive the blessing. But in all that, it's not based on qualification. It's based on receiving. Okay? Because Christ qualifies us, and even though he has qualified us through his blood, and the blessings is here, that's not a guarantee you're going to experience the blessing. Unless you receive it. If you don't receive it, you're not going to experience the blessing of God. All right? So that doesn't qualify us, but it is based on whether we, you and I will receive it or not. Christ has already qualified us through his shed blood. But we have to receive the blessing or any promises of the word of God. We have to receive it by faith. Now, go to Deuteronomy chapter 28. Deuteronomy chapter 28. Let's look at verse... Uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, we'll start with verse 1 and 2. And it should come to pass... If thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. Okay? Go back to, go back to verse 1 again. He said, it shall come to pass if, remember that word if, okay, in this instance, that if is it qualifies. But it also it means the same thing in the new covenant because uh, the qualification is not based on our position. The qualification is based on whether you're going to receive it. Okay, once we become born again, we're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We have been positioned in the kingdom for the blessing. But if you believe it and receive it, you will experience it. So he said, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come on thee. Now in this Old Testament covenant, here, for the blessings to come upon the, uh, the children of Israel, uh, they had to keep the commandments. All right? They had to keep the commandments. There was over 600 commandments they had to keep. We're only familiar with the Big Ten. All right? I mean, we start off with the Big Ten, but it was a, but So they had to keep the commandments. And what was the purpose of them keeping the commandments or keeping the law. The commandments or the law was given to deter people from walking in the flesh. But now we're under the new covenant. We still keep the commandments, but how do we do it in the 
the new covenant of grace that we have here. We'll go to Galatians 5. Back in Deuteronomy, they had to keep the commandments in the natural to experience the blessing. How do we keep the commandments now in the new covenant we have with Christ Jesus or the covenant of grace? This I say then, walk in the spirit. So how do we keep the commandments now? By walking in the spirit. What, is, what does that mean, walking in the spirit? Being led by the spirit of God. That's why we did that whole series of teaching on the witness. Because now in this new covenant dispensation, we keep the commandments by following the leading of the Spirit. But if you override the leading of the Spirit, then you will not keep the commandments. So it's like this, okay, if you... <laughs> If you don't walk in the Spirit or be led, led by the Spirit, at least you should keep the commandments naturally. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, I didn't even yeah. the church. <laughs> so, if you don't want to be led by the Spirit, it should be your reasonable service, at least to keep the commandments naturally. Shouldn't cover your neighbor's goods. You shouldn't cover your neighbor's wife. You should honor your father and mother. You shouldn't have any other gods. But in this new dispensation of grace, we can keep the commandments by walking in the Spirit or being led by the Spirit. So the Spirit will lead you and guide you and say, you're not going to cover your neighbor. But in that series of the witness, if you override the spirit, then you're not going to keep the commandments. And so by not keeping the commandments or observing the commandments, then the blessings won't come upon you. So he said, look at this. This I say, then walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. If I'm following, if I'm diligently following the leading of the Spirit, I have the Word, the Word is my faith, and then I follow the leading of the Spirit, then by following the leading of the Spirit, I will not fulfill the lust of the flesh unless I override the Spirit. So that's how we keep the commandments. We don't. For the flesh lusts after the spirit. Now, that word spirit there is capitalized. It's not talking about the Holy Spirit. It's talking about your spirit, the human spirit. Because you can't lust after the Holy Spirit. But you can, you can have a battle between your flesh and the spirit, your human spirit. And the, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary, the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. But if you be led of the spirit, now look at this. Look at this. It's right here in the word. If you're led of the spirit, you're not under the law. You're not under the commandments. And so now the blessings of God can overtake you. Because you're following the leading of the Spirit. But if you be led of the Spirit, you are not under the law. Is that it? Now, here he, he, he shows us uh, The manifestation of the flesh. All right? I've, I've taught this to uh, pilgrims for years. 
the things of the spirit, things that are spiritually uh, motivated, we take authority over. Like fear. Fear is a spirit. So we take authority over fear. But things of the flesh, you can't take a you cannot take spiritual authority over things of the flesh. You have to repent from it. So there's no such thing that I'm taking authority over an overeating here. No. That's a work of the flesh. I gotta renew my mind, I gotta repent. There's no such thing as a murdering demon or a murdering spirit. That's flesh. So I have to repent from that. Okay? So he, he, he gives us a list here. Paul says, the works of the flesh are many. These are the works of the flesh, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, Various emulation, trying to outdo each other. You know how churches have men and women's day and children's day. All that, all that is flesh. There's nothing spirit about it. All right, wrath, strife, sedition, heresy, false teaching, envy, murder, drunkenness. Get drunk. That's flesh. Right? Reveling at partying. <laughs> you know, this week in Denver, celebrating the Nuggets, winning the fight, and party. Yeah, that's, that's, that was flesh. It was nothing spiritual about it. And then you saw a manifestation where eight people got shot. Yeah, killed all that. That's party, that's flesh. He said, in such life, of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. You're not going to experience the blessing. Do you really think God is going to overtake you with blessings and you drunk and disgusted? <laughs> Or you sleep with someone else's spouse. You think God wants to say, let me bless you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It sounds comical, but a lot of Christians believe that. Yeah. A lot of Christians believe that. <laughs> but he said, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law against the fruit of the Spirit. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and the lust. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. I think that's it, right? So now we are supposed to walk in the Spirit of God. So if, if you're not going to be led by the Spirit, you need to be led by the law. Okay? To experience the blessings of God. Now go back to Deuteronomy 28. come on thee and overtake thee and thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed shall I be in the city. Blessed shall I be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body. Your children are blessed. Okay. The fruit of thy ground. The fruit of thy cattle. Your dog and your cat. Your birds. Your mice. Your roaches, whatever, they all bless. <laughs> if they live in your house, they bless. Yeah. <laughs> they so blessed, you can tell them to leave. 
they will march on out. Unbeknownst to them, why, why are we leaving? Because this is a blessed house. All right? The increase of thy kind, the flocks of thy sheep, blessed shall thy, be thy basket and thy stall. That's your, your bank account, checking account, savings account, 401k accounts, all that. All that's blessed. All right? It's only blessed if you're walking in the Spirit. And the Spirit has deterred you fulfilling the lust of the flesh. Blessed shall I be when I come in. Blessed shall I be when I go out. When you come in, you're blessed. When you leave, you're blessed. So how does that happen? You know, when you come on the scene, you know, you're so blessed. You know, people just happen to see, oh, man, good Savior. That's the devil. I mean, Pastor, who is one? Prophetic devil? Oh, well, you, you better not go to Southern Baptist. I mean, they just passed something this week. You know, women ain't doing no pastor. But you see, Sister Deborah, hey, Sister Deborah can see you. Why is that? Because she's blessed. And then when she leaves, you leave me, you go. Bless her, she gonna come in, bless her, she gone. People, they bless when she leaves. Like, oh, you, know, you gotta go. That's that's the blessing. You see, you be back? Yeah. That's, that's the blessing. I mean, when you come around, people leave the area. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, people just leave, take off. You know, you're not blessed. <laughs> uh, it's probably because you know you probably walk about flesh, honoring, nasty, funky. Meets. Body's funky. Your attitude is funky. Yes. That's not blessed. No. That's not, that's not blessed. Yeah, yeah, body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's blessed. You're not blessed. Read on. The Lord should cause thy enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They should come out against thee one way. And flee before these seven ways. The Lord should command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou set thy hand unto. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee a holy people unto himself, as he has sworn unto thee, that thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God. And walk in his ways. And all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord. And they shall be afraid of thee. People, people are supposed to be afraid of you. Why? Because you're blessed. You know God. When you come, when you come around, if you come in your presence, they like, they start acting right. Yeah. <laughs> Line up. Yeah, you're blessed. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods. Look at that. The Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, not in bad. Make thee plenteous in goods. And then the fruit of thy body, and then the fruit of thy cattle, and then the fruit of thy ground, and then the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure. Look, everything's good when it comes to the blessing. Good treasures, the heaven, to give the rain unto thy land in its season, and to bless all the work of thy hand, and thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. And the Lord shall make, make thee the head and not the tail, and thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. And if, the, if that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. So the law was given to deter people from walking in the flesh. 
The spirit is given to us to deter us from walking in the flesh. Why is that? So that we can experience the blessing. Now, there are two things that God doesn't do for us. Two things. You're taking those, write this thing, write this down, these two things down, and remember these two things. So whenever you are faced with these two things, you have to remember, God is not going to do this for me. I have to do it for myself. The first thing, he doesn't resist the devil for you. <laughs> That's why he said we, we are led of the Spirit. Because by following the leading of the Spirit and having the Word, that, that will empower us to resist the devil. So God is not going to resist the devil. When the devil comes, face you, whatever, you can't hold up your little unholy crucifix and say, yeah. remember that movie, uh, Fright Night? Mm -hmm. <laughs> This is a movie way back, about a vampire movie. Yeah. And uh, I remember when the vampire came and the guy held up the crucifix and the, the vampire crushed the crucifix and said, you got to believe it. Show <laughs> <laughs> did. You remember, you remember that movie? Yeah. He, yeah. He said, you, see, even the devil was telling you. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't believe it, mm -hmm. it's not, it's not going to work. When I saw that movie, and I told Stella, I said, whoa, look at the revelation behind it. Even the demons said, you got, you got to believe it. If you don't believe it, it ain't going to work. <laughs> so God doesn't resist the devil for you. And then the second thing God doesn't do for us, he doesn't receive for us. God is not just going to book the blessings on you. Especially when you don't want it. We have to receive it by faith. So God doesn't receive for us. He doesn't resist the devil for us. And he doesn't resist. So we have to resist the devil. And we have to, by faith, receive the blessings. Now, what exactly is the blessing? Because we, you know, when we hear this, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of law so that the blessings of Abraham will come upon the Gentiles through Jesus Christ through faith and the Spirit of promise. The blessings is multiplying, enhance, increase, protection, safeguard, and cause to succeed. I'll say it again. Blessing is multiplying, enhance, increase, protection, safeguard, enhance, excuse me, and cause to succeed. That's the blessing. And one of the main reasons why God wants his children to walk in the blessing. Because the blessings are mainly against our enemies. I don't have this on the screen, but brother, brothers, but go to Psalm 23. Psalms 23. Familiar song here. Only time we hear this song being recited when somebody's dead. Mm. And that song can't, can't be meant for But we hear it all the time. Okay. But now look at this. Psalm 23, verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Now, 
Why, why, why we won't, you know, we're not being able to go to God? Because we're blessed. Especially if we made the Lord our shepherd. Let say, the Lord is my shepherd. What does that say? Since he's my shepherd, I'm going to follow him. That's the Holy Ghost. I'm walking in the Spirit. I'm going to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is going to do what? He's going to make me lie down in green pastures, leading me beside the still water, restoring my soul, leading me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yo, yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Not even death itself, it's just a shadow of death. I will fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff that cover me. The rod and staff is talking about the word. Then look at this. So now, put your eye on verse 5. This is, he, we experiencing the blessing for what purpose? Thou prepares a table before me in the presence. So what did most Christians do when God blessed them and their enemy attacked them? They tried to justify or they tried to uh, explain why they are blessed. They try to explain. God has blessed. I mean, you know, you follow the leader of the spirit. God, you know, God has instructed you from his word and you you doing his word. You you diligently seeking him. You fulfilling the commandments. So now the blessings of God is on your life. And so now God has Prepared a table. How many of y'all know God? He, you know, God, he, he, he'll show up. Mm -hmm. He shows himself strong, the scripture says. He showed, ask Pharaoh of Egypt. God showed to the Pharaoh of Egypt how much the children of Israel were blessed by him. He blessed them so much that when they left Egypt, they bankrupt the Egyptian economy. And they had all that wealth. They didn't have no malls. They didn't have no uh, TikTok accounts. They didn't have none of that stuff. They were in the, the desert with the blessing of the Lord. Because God wants to show his covenant. So he prepared a table in the presence of your enemy. So you've been, you know, you're walking by faith. You know what you need to do. You come to church. Your faith is dedicated, prayer life, giving, swearing, all that. And God just overtake you with blessings. But then, because some Christians think that the blessing I have to qualify instead of receiving, then when the blessing comes on their life, and your enemies come along, you say, who are my enemies? The ones who got a problem with your blessing. How'd you get that house? How'd you get that? And, and you know, Stella and I, we walked there for years, and Stella always had a, a tendency, she always went to, to explain. Right? And I just said, you ain't got to explain nothing, girl. But somebody asked you, you know, because Stella had what, she had three blessings? How do you get that lesson? I said, only thing you have to say, you don't know, say, God. And if they can't accept that, then, you know, why are you want that? <laughs> and the reason why people, they, they ask you those things when you're blessed, because they're trying to determine if it was God or not. And I used to tell Stella, hey, you know, God bless you, and you can say, the Lord blessed. Why do you need to know? Why do you need to know details? And we you know we have to. We have to be. We have to be cautious on this because sometimes you know we look at certain men and women of God in ministry who we don't know their walk with God and their diligence with God, and God has blessed them, and then we talk about. Doing all that money. 
not realizing you have become an enemy to his blessing. Wow. We don't know, we don't know a, a person's faith walk with God. Not only we don't know their faith walk with God, we don't know how much financial management they understand. Oh, but we put out, because we look at that blessing, because God prepares a table before your enemies, the folks who got who don't have a clear understanding of how you doing this God thing. <laughs> so they're going to come against the blessing. Have you, have you realized something? Come on, we're going to talk tonight. All right? We're going to talk tonight. Have you realized people never, you know, you get healed, people never come against you and say, how'd you get healed? <laughs> we never hear that. How'd, how'd you get healed? We never hear that. But we only hear all this skepticism or questioning when it comes to a blessing. Not really, Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law. So people who attack people say, You're not blessed, or you don't deserve that blessing. How do you get that? You know? How much money are they paying that paying you down at that church? <laughs> How did you get that lesson? When we were in Nicholasville, Stella and I, we, you know, we walked by faith and we started manifesting some promises. We had God bless her with a nice house. Like I said, she had Lexus and I forgot what kind of car I had. And Stella got into those Lexuses and all that stuff. So she worked her faith. And then, you know, in Nicholasville and stuff, and the word got out to the local Baptist church. It's not about the Baptists. They just, you know, now the Methodists, they say, Oh Lord, that praise the Lord. The Pentecostal said, you know, but the Baptists really got issues with it. <laughs> and the word got out about Pastor Holloway, because we had God bless us with this nice, beautiful house in Nicholasville, and we got away from the rough side of town <laughs> onto the forbidden zone. Like, how y'all get over there? God. So the word got out. That Pastor Holloway, Sister Holloway, got no cars, nice house and everything. And so their sons must be selling drugs. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what they about my sons? They not smart enough <laughs> to sell drugs to manifest that kind of way. <laughs> Am, am I lying? No, you <laughs> <laughs> Alright? But that was the word all in Nicholasville. I mean, the, the, all the big Baptist pastors in the whole town, they had meetings about Pastor Holloway. Him and Sister Holloway got that nice big house, driving those Lexus and all that. Because God will prepare a table in the presence of your enemy. God wants to show himself up. Because I prepared a table for me in the presence of my enemy. Now I know that my head, head roll, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I was well, excuse me, in the house of the Lord. Yeah. I, but I love it. I, I love being blessed by God. Just to stick it in my enemy's face. Yeah, we, we, we experienced all that here recently. You know, I've been of the church. God blessed me in front of my enemies, and my enemies have problems with that. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. They wouldn't have that problem if they are walking in the spirit. You won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. 
jealousy and lust of the flesh. Instead of rejoicing and say, yes, praise the Lord. And, and, and you know, and the reason why we got, we, God bless with our house in Nicholsville because uh, the pastor that we was under that time, uh, he had a beautiful house and he invited all the pastors of the fellowship to come to his house. And as we walked through the front door and Stella walked in the first day, she said, praise the Lord, this is a beautiful house. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah, you know, we didn't walk in there and we said, how'd he get this house? No, she shouted, praise the Lord, whatever, and that's how we were able to get out of it. God will bless you. One of the main reasons of the blessing, to walk in the blessing, he wants to shove it in your enemy's face. Now don't feel, don't, 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 don't feel for your enemy. Get off that perverted humility stuff. I, I don't. I don't, I don't want people to think that, you know, I, I'm not. People are going to think whatever they want to think. Like I always say, make sure what they're thinking and saying is not true. As long as it ain't true. And that's what the word got out when it came to our church and everything. Oh, oh, that's the whole thing. got money. Well, yeah, I do. In the realm of the spirit, yeah, yeah. yeah I know how to make withdrawals. But yeah, it's just impressive. So he thinks he's all that. Yeah, yeah. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm one of God's favorites. Just like y'all God's favorite. You can we can get anything we want from our dad. The blessing. Christ has redeemed me. You kind of sound a little arrogant. No, I'm giving all the glory and praise to God. Hey, I know it. Just, this ain't me doing it. Hey, I had a person come in and said, man, they seen the sanctuary and they said, man, we know this is God because uh, you don't know how to pay. I don't. You don't know how to lay on the carpet. You right about that? I don't know, I don't know how to hit a nail. <laughs> And they said, we know this is God. You're absolutely right, buddy. That's why I give him all the praise and all the glory. This is Jesus. And this beautiful rant and everything. The other day, I went, oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, you know, I wouldn't know where to start to put nothing. Well, you need to learn, Pastor, why? Why, why you stay in word. That, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's not my anointing. Yeah, you stay in word. <laughs> yeah. I just tried, but I was walking out there the other day, and I just, thank you, Jesus. Lord, Father, you're so good to me. You're so good to this church. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Never, never want to think that I'm doing this. Right. The blessing stops. Because God say, hey, if you, you think you're doing it, guess what? I'll step back. Yeah. Let you have it. Let you go on. Let you go on. Okay, chapter 2. So the question is, why aren't many Christians walking in the blessing. Why are more Christians walking in the blessing? Well, we see here, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 and 2, and he says, And you have you quickened, Apostle Paul talking to the church, church at Ephesus, who were dead and trespasses and sin. <coughs> you have you quickened, made alive, who were once dead and trespasses of sin. You know, where in time past, ye walk according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, 
the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. So the biggest or the number one problem on planet Earth since, since the garden, even to 2023, is rebellion. Disobedience. Rebellion. He says, look at this, we're in time past. He's telling the church at Ephesus, we're in time past. You, you, you guys walked. But you have been quickened now by the Spirit of God. Where now we no longer walk in the course of this world or rebellion or disobedience. We shall be led by the Spirit. To walk in the blessing. So say when the time has you walk according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power there, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. So rebellion is the number one problem on planet Earth. And it started, it started in the garden. Rebellion. God told Adam and Eve to do one thing. He told them to do one thing. But because the spirit of rebellion, the spirit of disobedience, the prince of the power air, who is Satan, Convince them to do the opposite. And that spirit is here on planet Earth today. That's the number one problem that God has, not only with humanity as a whole, but even with his own church. Rebellion. I want to do it my way. No one can tell me what to do. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, nobody can tell you what to do. But if you have professed Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Christ can tell you what to do. If you are walking in the Spirit, not fulfilling the lust of the flesh. So Christ can tell you what to do. So that why? So that we can experience his overtaking blessing. We have a father who, 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 who loves us and he wants to bless us. He wants to bless us spiritually, soulishly, and physically. But we have to be obedient to, to him. And how God started this thing, where he used our natural parents to learn about obedience. Because if we, if we didn't learn from our natural parents how to obey, and see, you know, that word obey is uh, politically incorrect. We live in a world system that teaches and promotes disobedience, rebellion, pride, You should never glory on being a stubborn, prideful person. Why? That is the true nature of Satan. So that's why it really amazed me that the evangelicals in America is going to promote Trump as president from God. And the word says God resists the proud. He only receives the humble. And how can the evangelical say that this man was sent by God? And we don't get into all the King Cyrus thing, but that's really not really what it's saying. What are you? But how are we going to say this man was, and this is a very prideful, arrogant, rebellious, stubborn 
individual. That is the nature of Satan. Now, I, I'm not, I'm not getting on any, any political stuff because all those past presidents were led by the Spirit. All right? Well, how, 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 how are we going to promote this guy? And he just demonstrates rebellion. Because the nature of God is humility. Stubborn it. Don't, don't. From, from this day forward, never go around and glorify, oh, I'm just stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just stubborn. That's the nature of the devil. That's not God. I'm just stubborn. I'm just contrary. <laughs> I'm a self-made man. Mm. Mm. How did you get born again? Mm -hmm. If you made yourself, you made yourself salvation. All these things we have heard and learned of from childhood is 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 that because he said he's the prince. Of the power of the air, of communication. The movie industry, the television industry, the entertainment industry, all of those areas, he is the prince and the power over. And what does he promote? Rebellion. So we was taught. The minute we popped out of our mama's womb, we was taught rebellion. That's why that little sweet little darling of yours, that's why they came out sinning. They go around doing stuff, and you say, okay, baby, stop. So, so did your little baby say, yes, mother, I will stop? No. No, so since since they don't since they couldn't understand anything about being led of the spirit, so they needed something natural to the law to deter walking in the flesh. But a lot of us parents have been bamboozled by the world system by fake by erroneous teachings of child rearing. No, I don't want to spank my child. I want to communicate. You don't communicate with rebellion. You think God, you think Satan rose up and said, all right, God, I want to take over your throne. You think God said, well, hey, let's talk about this. <laughs> let's, let's have a discussion. Now, why are you feeling the way you feel? <laughs> what, tell me what's going on. Do you need therapy? <laughs> you want to express how you feel? You know, because you you are somebody. You have rights. Kid ain't got a right. Only right thing that they have is to do what I say. But well, we have learned the world system. We have called the curse the blessing. And that's why we was supposed to, that's why you, now, now I ain't talking about that. We don't get between child abuse and you know, child abuse. I mean, I'm not there. I ain't talking about child abuse. Okay. I'm talking about spanking that little No. What is that? That sent a message to their frontal lobe that, ooh, if I touch that, I experience pain. But if I touch something else, I can experience pleasure. But the world's child psychologist said, no, your children cannot understand that. So I have to sit down and reason with it. 
can talk to me. Why is it? Why, why, what's going on with you? Well, it's like David said in the song, I was born into sin, shaped into iniquity. <laughs> That's why daddy, mommy, I'm rebelling. But since you're not being led by the Spirit, you're being led by the world, so now I'm going to have one up over you. So now the blessing cannot come into the life. Anybody heard of Dr. Dobson? He wrote a book years ago, Parenting is Not for Cowards. I got that book. And he said that he's a Christian psychologist, Christian word psychologist, all right? And he said, you don't get control of your two-year-old, let them know who has the authority, you'll never get your authority back. Because that, that, that's that rebellious spirit. That's that take control. That's what I, I want to run stuff. We, we all know that. I mean, you know, go on the playground and be around a bunch of three or four-year-olds. And especially if you got a bunch of little three or four-year-old girls. Who, 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 who's running stuff? <laughs> you know, they tell the boys, sit down. You can't do that. Sit down. Go on over there. What, 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 what's happening there? That's rebellion. So then we wonder why our children, because we teach them, our school system teaches rebellion. They teach them from the kindergarten all the way up to high school, teach them rebellion. rebellion. And then when they go to college, oh man, that's another level of rebellion. Mm. Then when your child comes back home from college, and then you wonder why they don't want, uh, I'm not into this God thing no more. What? <laughs> you mean I paid forty thousand dollars a year? Will you go to hell? Yeah, come on, come on. What you mean? But we are so caught up into the world system instead of being led by the Spirit. So we embrace all that rebellion, and we wonder why our children rebel against God. Are y'all okay? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like Bill Cosby said, children are reflection of their parents. Yeah. So we have your parents. Parents, we can repent. Yeah. Lord, forgive me. Forgive me for rebelling, Lord. Yeah. Let's play the culpability game. Not to blame that. <coughs> James 4, 6 and 7, pretty wrap it up. Y'all get anything out of this? Yeah. Yes. The blessings. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Rebellion is a curse. Stubbornness is a curse. That's not a blessing. You being stubborn is not a blessing. You are self-made person. No, you're cursed. Being prideful, that's a curse. The scripture said pride goes before destruction. So being prideful, stubborn, rebellious, all those things are characteristic of Satan. which will cause you to work the flesh. J4. But I got some people here tonight, y'all want the blessing, right? Amen. Y'all, we know we've been redeemed from the curse of the law. Amen. We have no pride in us, no rebellion, no stubbornness. We have nothing but humility. Yeah. Humbleness. Thanksgiving is in our hearts. Oh, yeah. We thank the Lord for who he is in our lives. Yeah, we thank him for blessing us. Yeah. We thank him for keeping us. Yeah. 
We thank him for protecting us. We know that Psalm 91 is our song. You know when that bullet should have came your way, God protected us from that. We know when that tragedy should have came our way, God protected us because we realize that we have been redeemed from the curse of the law. So we're not rebellious. We're not stubborn. We're not defiant. We're not disobedient. But we are humble unto the living God. Because James 4 and 6 says, but he giveth more grace. Look at that. More grace, more blessing. Wherefore he said, God, this is God. God said this. God resists the proud. If you prideful, stubborn, rebellious, God ain't with you. Don't get it twisted. God is not with you. God is not with a prideful, stubborn, rebellious person. God resists the power, but giveth grace unto the humble. Grace unto the humble. Why? Now God has blessed us with his grace. Bless us with his grace to do what? Submit yourself, therefore, to God to resist the devil. Remember what I tell you? God ain't going to resist the devil for you. The only way you and I be able to resist the devil, when we humble ourselves unto God, he'll give us more grace, more blessing, more empowerment, so that we'll be able to resist the devil. But now, look at the beginning of verse 7 here. This is the key here. Submit yourselves. Submission is not a, a make-you-do type of thing. Submission is based on your will to say, I will submit. God ain't going to make you submit. The devil will. He'll make you, he'll put stuff and pressure in your life to get you to submit. But God is not, that, that is an act of our own free will to submit. So, if you have made a decision to submit yourself unto the things of God, and God is blessing you, and your enemies have problems with that, don't worry, who cares about your enemies? They made their decision to submit whoever they submit under. You made your decision to submit unto your God. So when God blesses you, don't have the perverted humility that I got to justify myself, or I got to explain myself, or I have to apologize. No. This is what happens when you submit yourself to the true and living God. He will bless you. Bless you going in, bless you coming out. Every feet your feet, your feet tread upon, your hand touch upon, he will bless. That's when, when you humble yourself, submission is a form of humility. What do you say? You say, Lord, I'm submitting myself unto you because I know within myself, my own ability, my own capability, my own thing, I cannot cause myself to be enhanced, to succeed, to protect none of the blessings unless I have you in my life. So I submit myself unto you. And that is, your, that is your choice. Don't worry about what people think or what they look at. Just, oh, are you going to church again? Why are you worried about it? You go to the liquor store, I go to church. I'm not, I'm not saying to you, you're going to the liquor store, you're going to the crack house again, you're going to, you're going to, no, I'm going to church. I, this is my own free will. Because I'm blessed, I'm experiencing the blessing of God. So he says, submit yourself therefore to God. You will not be able to resist the devil. You will not be able to walk in the blessings of God until you and I learn how to submit unto God. And what does that mean? Obey. Not rebel. Not be stubborn. But to obey. And the only thing you have to do, if you got a problem with obedience, say, oh, 
Holy Spirit help me with my obedience. He'll help you. Help me to obey. Help me to learn how to obey by faith to please my God. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. And once you do that, then you'll be able to resist the devil and he will flee from you. Then what will happen? The blessings will come into your life. The more submission you do unto God, more God will overtake you with blessings. God will bless you so much to the point that there are things you, 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 have to, you don't have to ask God. He'll just bless you. It's like, oh, Lord, you know, well, I experienced that. Because you, 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 you were obedient when I asked you to lock in for all night and you didn't rebel. You didn't come with no excuses. You didn't say, oh, I got to do this or whatever. I said, yeah, all right, Lord. I will do it. So I just I just want to show you that. You know, you know, in the natural, you know, you got that kid that just, just do good, and you don't have to ask and take the trash out and make the bed up or whatever. And then, you know, you just want to do a little extra something like that. And say, hey, Mama, why you doing that for me? Oh, I just want to bless you. Because you, mm. you just been, I had to ask you to make your bed up. But to take the trailer, you just submit it. That's how God wanted to do that. God just wants just, 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 just to bless us because we've just been obedient. I mean, we, you know, we, we, you know, we ask God for nothing. We just, because Lord, I just want to submit because I love you, Lord. And so you want me to lock in? You want me to pray all night? You want me to go see certain people? You want me to give or do it? I'm, I'm, just, I'm doing it because, you know, faith worketh by love. So the reason why I'm living this faith is like, because I love God. And then loving God, God will just bless you unexpectedly. The New Testament calls it, in the book of Acts, called a suddenness. He suddenly blesses the faith. I wasn't even expecting that. Well, I suddenly blessed. Why? Because you've just been obedient. Just been obedient. All right. Any questions, comments, and revelations? Thanks for listening to Faith in the Word podcast. If the Word of God has been a blessing to you today and you want to give unto the ministry, Please feel free, Pilgrim Missionary Baptist Church, 600 Bellwood Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40223. Or email Pastor Holloway directly at CecilHolloway at Yahoo.com with more options for electronic giving. Thanks for listening. Stay in faith and be blessed.